Hello, welcome to a new episode of Eva Neva. <laughs> that's really sad. That's probably even corny. It probably is. But it's a new episode, and I did promise that every episode I would start out with a scripture because I do acknowledge that in all my ways I will um worship Christ acknowledge Christ because I wouldn't have woke up this morning I wouldn't have been able to start my day and on my way if it wasn't for him so Psalms 40 41 deliver me O Lord from the evil man preserve me from the violent man too which imagine mischief in their hearts Continually are they gathered together for war. They have sharpened their tongues like a serpent. At adders, poison is under their lips. But four is my favorite part of this scripture. Keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Preserve me from the violent man. Five, the proud have hid and snare for me. And they have set gems for me. Salah, I say unto the Lord, thou art my God. Hear the voice of my supplications, O Lord. Father God, thank you for blessing the hearers and the readers of your word. Father God, I seek and pray that as the listeners are listening to this episode, that they keep within the perfect peace and your harmony and your protection. Father God, according to your word, no weapon formed against them shall prosper. Yes, there are people out there who wish to do harm. They seek to do evil. There are evil doers, workers of iniquity everywhere. But Father God, you keep your hands upon, your hands upon those that are called by your name, of your name. Father God, also according to the word, it says that you don't forsake or turn your backs towards us. In fact, it also says that you have no righteous a person because you reign on the just as well as the unjust. You're a fair God. And Father God, I thank you right now for the listeners that support me and that continually tune in to the episodes that I am blessed to put on. Thank you. Okay, let's get to it. Let's jump in it. First things first, because this episode is about, are we doing double dutch, or is this just straight basics in the jump rope? See, with double dutch, you really have to mind your P's and Q's, because there are two jump ropes. And if you have the wrong timing, listen to this, listen to this part, your timing is important. I don't know how many of you have actually watched a match 
and double dutch. And I'm not talking about um just on TV. I'm talking about on the streets, watched the energy, the charismatic wit and timing. Because you have to jump in at the right time. You already have someone in there that's jumping. And if you jump in at the wrong time, you offset the routine. You offset the purpose of a prolonged double Dutch match or prolonged double Dutch period. Anytime you have two people in the mix, Anytime you have obstacles, and the obstacles in double dutches, you have a rope going over your head so you can't jump up too high. But you also have to make sure you're low enough to where you can jump the rope that is going under you because one's going over, one's going under. And that's the same thing in life. Things will always surround. Sometimes things will feel like they're underneath you. And it seems like you you can't get your proper footing because all the things that are under you, you're trying to step around them, you're trying to move around them, but you you, you don't want to trip and fall. You don't want to move in the wrong direction because if you jump too high, you're going to end up bumping your head. And sometimes looking at the top, They have this saying where they say, you know, break the glass ceiling, but you have to know your placement to bust that glass ceiling. Because if you bust that glass ceiling too soon, you're going to end up getting cut up. You're going to end up being torn apart. And And going back to the double dutch thing, you have to pick your timing entering the double dutch. Because you already have someone that's jumping the rope for you, with you. You don't want that person to be caught up and possibly getting slapped in the head with the rope or to even possibly the match has to stop because you jumped in too soon or you jumped in wrong. You entered wrong. I've seen double dutch... um, Jumpers to where one will have the back turn and they're jumping. So they're not seeing what's going on behind them, but they have to keep the pace. They have to keep up what's going on in the match. They have to jump according to the match. They have to keep on that beat. They have to keep the focus on the match, in the ring, jump roping. They have to keep that pace. So do we as people. A lot of times we'll have so many things above us. The things that are beneath us are beneath us. The things that are in the past are below us. We're stepping on them. We're jumping on them because they're behind us. It's the things that are before us, that are ahead of us, that we're striving for, that we're reaching for. But we have to keep in the match. We have to stay in the match. We have to stay the course to continue the match. A lot of times we get discouraged. A lot of times we fall flat on ourselves. We fall flat on feeling like, you know what? I've been doing this for like five years already. God, I've been doing this for 10 years. God, I've been doing this for 20 years. 
keep in mind, if you don't know, look up how old Morgan Freeman was before he got his big break. Oh, even further than that, Taraji P. Henson, how old was she before she got a major role that was a legitimate role? If, in fact, you can go back even further, Denzel Washington. He could have been discouraged and walked away from Hollywood before he even got there, all because of a play. But he didn't. Not that all. Not even a little. Not even a little bit. There are so many things in life that are obstacles and challenges and things that happen to us, around us, among us, that could stunt our growth altogether. But if we lay there, we stay there, the match is over. You know, I love boxing. I always have. But Roy Jones Jr. Now, I swear, now that brother was bad. You can't tell me nothing about Roy Jones Jr. Because that brother was bad. Until he got hit. Until he got hit. To him and his world, this is my house. This is my ring. Until he got hit. Once he got hit, his focus and concentration, everything was thrown off. He could beat you upside down all the way around the ring for hours, round for round. But it just it would just take one solid hit, one sharp uppercut, off guard hit. He couldn't recruit. He couldn't go back to the fighter he was in the first round, the second round, the third round. If you caught him in the fourth round. If it took that long, if you caught him in the fourth round, by that time, it was over. It was over. The ref was bound to step in. It was bound to be called at that point. Because Roy Jones Jr., brilliant fighter, but, but, until he got hit, I'm not talking like a sucker punch. I'm not talking about sucker hits. I'm talking about a real mammoth hit. I'm talking about a boxer who went in that ring saying, you know what? Damn it to all hell. I'm not leaving this fight until the both of us are winded. The both of us have nothing left. And there are very few boxers that do that. Tyson, 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 Mike Tyson. Now that was one bad mofo. And I'll tell it like this. He came from a very, very, very hardship. And it seemed like being abused, being picked on, nitpicked here and there. There were so many things that happened to Mike Tyson that nobody can imagine happened to that man. Big as he is. Mike Tyson, really? Yeah, Mike Tyson had a troubled childhood. And then he found a mentor who was mentoring him. He was on the straight and narrow. He was doing well. But again, keep up with the double dutch thing that I'm talking about. Once his stronghold, once his trainer, his friend, his mentor, his pretty much father figure 
once he was killed. Well, once he died. I don't want to say killed. Once he died. Passed away. The double dutch match ended. It was over with. Because everything fell and collapsed after that. He gets into this rape charge, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. But he ends up serving time for it. And then here comes this hoodwinked jackal. And now he wants to mentor Mike Tyson. Thing is, I can see. I want to say Don King. He he was the biggest jolster and charlester I've ever seen in my life. Parading around the ring as if, as if he was pretty much the biggest slap in blackface. When it came to a man who was a con man to another black man, a bruised black man, a hurt black man. The things that Mike Tyson had to see, and he even said um, an interview, to where if they were doing something to someone, assaulting, or if they were, or if somebody was burning, you couldn't say or do anything because it could happen to you. So Mike Tyson went from one hardship, one jungle, to peace, back to hardship, back to the jungle and struggle. To a jackal who, in my opinion, never, ever should have been allowed around him. But at that time, I mean, Mike Tyson was the biggest, baddest mofo ever, ever. But of course, little by little, and Luther... Holyfield can actually go ahead and set it at peace because he bit his ear. Now, did Tyson have to bite his ear? No. I think that was out of frustration. I don't think it was something to do with anything other than, you know, you have these two big legends and icons in the ring. One's older and one's younger. And they're coming up through the ranks. But, well, I can't say coming up through the ranks. He's already... Holyfield already had his ranks, but Tyson, this was supposed to be his comeback. This was supposed to be the fight of the century. And trust me, everybody felt that bite from around the globe. It was like, did he really bite this nigga's ear? <laughs> like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me for saying the N-word. I do not support that. My bad. <laughs> but you get my point. Tyson and his double dutch. It seemed like he was forever trying to keep up to stay in the match. But now he's in a better place. He's married. His One of his children unfortunately died, passed away. But now he has a new addition to the family. So Mike Tyson in this match, this go around, I think he's doing it right. I think he's in better 
sit footing now do i really care for a lot of these uh social media posts where he's wearing a wig or where they have makeup on him i mean i get it money is money and i think you know he has a very gracious sense of humor i mean but he's beyond talented i've seen him in movies if you've ever watched law and order svu there's an episode where he is portraying a young man who had been abused for decades on this episode and the story and the platform and the way he's portraying it speechless speechless i didn't know what to say i didn't know what to think i didn't know how else to applaud because he's come a long way a long way but that's also because tyson has stayed in the match in the course of time that's really what all of this is it's the course in time that we have to literally deal with everything in timing everything takes time the sun doesn't come back up until it goes night first it has to go sundown all night all night long before it can hit sunset sunset before it's the day but that takes time everything in time you don't rush time because you're impatient you don't rush time because you want it now you don't rush time because you're ready you're ready may not be the ready ready you're ready not may not be prepared ready it's like people it's like teenagers they all want to drive everybody wants to drive but you have to have the training you have to have the skill you have to take your permit first there are steps and levels to this you don't just jump behind the wheel and a lot of people say i've been driving since i was since i was 10 since i was you know since you know since i was like nine eight okay well there was a problem around nine or eight that you were driving but the thing is you don't have the skills or the defensive driving tactics at seven or eight it's a process you have 30 year olds 40 year olds 50 year olds that make driving mistakes all the time everything in time will be in time and it's in place in that time okay so give me a brief a brief break and i'll be back in a moment okay so now we've done the double dutch thing now i want to get into something i'm really excited about these TV series, 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 series. <laughs> okay, let me start out with Bluff Law. Bluff Law, I'm sorry, I'm a huge fan of Jimmy Smith, and I've been a huge fan of his since NYPD Blue. I'm sorry, I am so sorry, but I'm not sorry. Um, to me, I've had the 
hugest, biggest crush on this man. I have watched his career, but when he came back on the scene, um, majorly, on uh, Sons of Anarchy, I was like, what? He's been working out. What? This is Jimmy Smith. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jimmy Smith. Come on. But in this um, series, he's a father who's a lawyer. And he's a lawyer that's of good standing. He's a lawyer that is giving back to people who don't have a fighting chance. But the thing about that is, as a do-gooder as he's trying to be, all of his mistakes, all of his sins, everything that he thought he could cover that wouldn't overflow, wouldn't pop out, wouldn't outshine his good, ends up dimming the light on a child who thought he was perfect. His daughter, she's a very um, strong character, the young lady that plays his daughter. And it's it's kind of overwhelming, really, because the way they are playing off of each other. Like, you can really see it's more like you feel like they're battling in a lot of areas, but at the same time, they're really saying the same thing, but they're trying to go about it in two different ways, but they end up meeting in the middle. And so far, there's only been like, I want to say three episodes? Three episodes so far? And... I'm excited to see where the series takes off. And I am really excited to see how prolonged the series will be. Because I definitely feel like the justice system, a lot of times, we only look at it in so many different ways. We either look at it to where we're happy and excited for the good guys, the good lawyers, but the lawyers that are aggressive and nitty greedy and money hungry. And then you have the other lawyers that are kind of do-gooder lawyers. And then you have the lawyers that kind of overstep the boundaries, which is going to lead me to Law and Order SVU. Let me get there. I'm getting there. So you have all these shows throughout the course of the years, but Bluff Law Bluff Law, I definitely feel is a series that I think people need to gravitate towards. This is definitely a series that definitely needs more focus, needs more eyes, and definitely needs longevity. This is definitely a series I want to see in the long run. Oh, all rise. There's something about good movies. And I'm talking like legitimate good movies. You can't look from, from them. You can't stop or hope that there's a possibility that it's going to die out, drag out, and become boring. But no. And All Rise is really, it's, it's definitely a series that is starting out. And of course, you have a black lawyer. You have... A Hispanic, Mexican um, lawyer, and then you have 
I mean, I like the multiracial dynamics in this courthouse. I'm loving it all. You have black, white, Middle Eastern. You have just about every possibility in a courtroom for decades. I don't think I've ever really seen this before. I mean, Tyler Perry had, you know, his version of a black court, but in this significance of importance where all the races are blended together. They're all blended together. And it's almost as if to say, this is the real world. This is reality. This is what you'll walk into. And the, the black judge that sentenced that former officer, the fact that she sat there, she, she shut it down. She told him, she said, no, 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 we're not going to do this. Hooping and hollering. Keep it down or you can get out. But at the same time, they were happy. They were in peace because an injustice was finally stamped, justified. We've seen so many officers in the past walk away countless times in the past to this scrutiny of they were in the wrong, but it happened. So what if... Now, I don't necessarily think we should. Yes, you should. It's the law. Obey by the law. You say you're an officer. You say you're an officer of the court. You say this. You say that. But you have violated it. So when this judge stepped in the courtroom and she said, uh, Foreman, what say ye? What, do, what is your verdict? And when they said guilty... <laughs> uh, um, mm, mm. I take no just in anybody um, going to prison but what's done in the dark has to come to light and this young man was at home eating ice cream he was in his underwear no doubt so that meant it was a day when he said, I ain't going nowhere. I'm not doing anything. I'm a shut-in and a shut-in by myself, for myself, to do whatever I see fit by myself. And supposedly to say that you felt it was your apartment? How could you feel another apartment was yours? How could you feel that that place belonged to you? Didn't you realize when your door didn't look, that door didn't look like your door? That parking spot didn't, wasn't marked your parking spot? You didn't recognize? There were so many things that went on with this case. I heard someone say um, the other day that it felt like it was a setup. For what? Well, because he was a lawyer. He, what type of lawyer was he? Was it a case that would have impacted her? Was it a case that would have slapped her in the face? Was it a case that she felt that she had to take charge of? See, these are the things that we really have to ask ourselves. Other than the fact that she could have stopped at any given point in time. She could have called 911. She could have called backup at any given time. 
she could have called the police. And the crazy part about it is when you walk into your home, if the photos don't look like you, your decor doesn't look like your decor, it's not your decor. It's not your house. Hello. But I'm so glad that this injustice has been made right. And it's unfortunate that she's going to have to spend the rest of her life in prison. But at the same time, it's like they say, if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. That's why I'm sitting with that. So, all rise. Please watch this episode because you have a dynamic. It's hilarious. And at the same time, one doesn't... Okay, well, that was a real life criminal court justice system. But All Rise is also another great series series about the justice system. So please tune in. Please watch. So I definitely feel like I want to see that series for a long time too. Now, Resident. Oh my God, The Resident. Now, there are so many great names in this series. And they're coming back. This is a returning series. Um, they were they went away for a while because you know how it is when you have to when you have writer blocks as a writer and they're trying to bring the series back and keep it energized. They're trying to keep the same not so much storyline, but they want to build upon the storyline to keep you interested. So I definitely feel like they're in the great segue to do that. Because you have so many relationships that are blooming. You have so many relationships that are picking up. And they're getting kind of spicy. Some are even getting kind of saucy. But again, this is still in the beginning of this returning of the return. So I'm excited and I can't wait to see what happens next. (sighs) Now Chicago PD. Chicago PD, you already know I'm excited. I'm already amped. I can't wait to see how they revamp this. Now, Al, unfortunately, he died. Um, I want to say... Uh, I want to say last season. So, and this... Well, not last season. It was... um. I want to say last year, because I don't believe he died this year. I believe he died last year, if not the beginning of last year, but it ended this year. So, and he was one of the the top cops. And to me, it was like, once they killed him off, it was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where was that coming from? But it's it's the same thing. It was like the in the episode, it was like the officer had the option to save his life, but he couldn't because he was pretty much covering his debt was being covered, so he had to let Al be killed in the prison. So Al wasn't leaving. And the officer. And the thing is there was so much corruption. In Chicago PD. But. Is it odd to say I'm here for it? <laughs> because I really am here for it. 
So you have that. Oh, but you have Law and Order SVU. Yeah, baby. Here's the thing with Law and Order SVU. Um, if you don't know, if you don't know, please don't hate me. But Olivia, here's the thing about her, her character. Now I've watched Law and Order since the very beginning. In fact, I remember when Homicide Life on the Street. Back when Homicide was an was a show. Life on the street. Life of the street? On the street? <laughs> I always butcher it, but I know much. So the point is, that's how long Law and Order has been in place. That's how long. And I remember how that series would start. I knew it was gonna be good. Oh, it's gonna be so good. Oh, they gonna they gonna get him. He oh he going to jail. But that 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 was that was the show. That was another show. But anyway, at any rate, so then that series branched into Law and Order SVU. And the thing is, Munch was always Munch. Munch will always be Munch. He was one of my favorite characters on both shows. Both both shows. But then, this time, it's really crazy because it seems like almost as if, as if, um, they're moving her up the ranks pretty fast. They're giving Olivia Benson everything she's ever wanted. She is the most stubborn, hard-headed woman I've ever seen in my life. Beautiful woman. Beautiful. Now, hold on. Peep this and help me understand. Please, I I don't understand. Olivia Benson, she went through this whole, her mother was a rape victim. Then she was an alcoholic. There were so many things that where you felt bad for the detective. You felt bad for her. You wanted to see her in the best light. The best light. You saw her with Elliot and you were like, oh, they're going to get it on. They're going to get it on. And you know, here's the crazy part. There was a part when Elliot was separated from his wife when he had a black sister, a black woman you didn't even know he hooked up with. He was seeing this black woman in this part of the series for a little bit. And then that's when he comes out and says, oh, my, my, well, me and my wife got back together. And she was like, oh, well, good for you. So it's like almost a party was like, what, Ellie, you was doing that jungle fever? You had that jungle fever, Elliot? So I'm sorry, I don't I don't know where that came from, but it's legit. Like I was I was in awe. I, I I didn't see that really coming because a part of me just thought they wouldn't put him like that. I figured they wouldn't cast him that way. But clearly he has no. Um He has no um limits. Like Elliot didn't have any limits. So Plus, I figured him and Olivia would have gotten together several times. 
in that sense because they had so many times where they had men around each other to where she was barely dressed or when they had to kiss or when they had to do certain things but they were each other's longest lasting relationship even though Elliot was married he depended on Olivia for so many things he couldn't discuss and talk to his wife about there were so many things that he shared with Olivia that he couldn't share with his wife and then you also have it to where when they they would go on and off in their partnership because she would leave him on a whim oh I just can't do it anymore I can't do this I can't do it. she would leave Elliot all the time on a on a whim she would just leave Elliot and then or they she would ask to trade for a new partner which is kind of scapegoating because she should have been able to talk to Elliot Elliot had been her partner for years on the show but there were times when she would just black out face out and remove herself from being around Elliot because she didn't like his temperament or his attitude but at the same time Elliot did have a very aggressive way of expressing himself but at the same time I remember the episode when he actually yelled at her about a child being killed but the thing is what he was saying was why didn't you just why didn't you just leave and protect the child that's all he was saying that's all he was saying to her but he said sometimes it feels like i can't do my job because i have to constantly watch you but with that but that actually does make a legitimate reasoning and, and i hate to say excuse but that kind of does justify it if i'm always looking over your shoulder for you I can't do my job and protect what's going around, coming around, going up, going down, if I'm so solely focused on you. But I think that was the really the part where Elliot was really just saying how much he really loved her and how much he really cared about her. He couldn't separate himself as a partner to her and look past all of that. We're both in uniform. We're both well street clothes <laughs> and we're both doing this job we have gotten to this point to where we have gotten really above and beyond even the episode where he was real willing to impregnate Olivia he said you know we have um you know if you need sperm I can I'm willing to donate sperm so you know if you you know if you want a baby Elliot was really trying with her, but then she took that passive aggressive. No, no, I'm okay. I don't want to talk about it. I'm, a, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. It's like, dang, Olivia, he's giving you an olive branch. Take the olive branch. But fast forward, past all of that. Fast forward. So Olivia ends up going back to that rookie officer that. She slept with one time, and then he became overly aggressive. But then, um, he go. She goes back to him, in later years of the show, and 
she ruins that too. Because then it comes up and out to where now they're breaking up again, but this time it's on the permanent stance. It's on the permanent level to where they're done. They're separating from each other because that's not what he wants, but she, he feels like the job is so much to her. She can't separate herself from that. He went all the way to internal affairs. And it seemed like she she was more subject to her own feelings. It was pretty much whatever Olivia says is pretty much what it has to be as say. Which is technically not how relationships are supposed to work. But that aside, then you have it to where she had that. But then she ends up with the head of internal affairs. Now this man, he didn't like her. He didn't like Elliot. He didn't like uh, the captain. He didn't like any of them on the squad. He didn't like any of them. But then you realize, you find out. He's not a bad guy. He's just doing his job. He's doing what he has to do to be justifiable to make sure everybody's staying in line and on the up and up. So big ups to him. But he throws her an olive branch. He said, you know what? I'm getting ready to retire and I want you to come with me. The first thing now at this point, Olivia has an adopted son. And... She has a long-time relationship, and he wants to put the ring on it. He wants to live with her. He wants to travel the world with her. He's getting ready to retire. He's ready to be stepfather, stepdaddy to the son. But she said, I can't. I'm not, I'm not ready to give up this just yet. So, what? It's <laughs> like. It was like Olivia for the longest time after there was in this series, like she went through the ups and the downs. She wanted a baby. She wanted a baby. She wanted a baby. She gets a child. She adopts this child. But then that child came with more baggage than what she was asking for because the grandmother turned out to be kind of a, I want to say Brooke Shields, turned out to be a little bit psychotic in the episode she kidnapped the son and her grandson and it i mean it was kind of all over the place it was really crazy like it's an episode you have to see to appreciate but the thing is olivia went through all of that all of that to finally get a man that saw her for her wanted to be with her but even that was too much because she had a gentleman before that, all he wanted was for her to give him a little more time when she came home. A little time. She couldn't even do that. And then, oh my God, how many DAs have we lost due to Olivia? And I'm, I mean, the female DAs, like Olivia, pretty much just sharded on. Like, she, she messed over a lot of their careers. Like, and she didn't mind her and Elliot double teaming and tag teaming on them because as long as she had Elliot, that's all that really matters.
But once her and Elliot weren't in the mix anymore, it was very rare that she went after another DA. It was very rare she went after the female DAs the way that she was in the beforehand. But when it came to the male DAs, not one, not two, and she had two of the finest DAs. Both of them pining over her. Pining over her. You see how heartbroken she is when they say they have to leave, they have to go. But by that point, it's like, look, th this man was willing to put his entire career and life on the line for you. His judgment was called to question because of you. Both of them put their judgment on the line because of you. And all you can say is, you don't have to go, don't go, no, no, no. You can say, no, I really do have to go. So they leave, which sucks for us because we're the fans of the show and now we don't get to see these two anymore. And so you had one who was a Mexican DA who was, God, as fine as he can be. And then you had this the newest DA. Um, at the time he just left, buff as God knows what. It's like you you uh you're pretty big for a DA. <laughs> but at the same time, it was like, what is Olivia doing? And now she's getting ready to be captain. And it's like, ain't that how? Okay, so they're just gonna keep moving this heifer up. They're just gonna keep moving her up the ranks. Regardless of how many men she's stepping on to move up the ranks. And technically, Olivia should have been in prison a long time ago because she had violated civil liberties. Not to mention that she, she did kill a man that was her captor at the same time. But she could have called the cops a long time ago. She didn't have to beat the man to that certain extent. And then she lied. She lied on the stand. She lied every step of the way. And it was like, oh, what the hell is going on? Olivia, you, what, what is this? Who are you? I wish they would bring Elliot back and be like, Olivia, I think you've crossed the line. You've gone too far. But... That didn't happen. Or at least right now it's not happening. So, okay. So that's Law and Order, The Resident. Then you have Bluff Law. There are so many series that are coming out right now. So please chime in and let me know what you're watching, who you're watching. Oh, now Chicago MD. I'm sorry. I love Chicago. I really do. That's my second home. Yes. What? I love it, but now, this hasn't happened in a long time, so you had Aaliyah and Jet Li, when they got together, it was like, I'm liking this concept, and now you have it in Chicago MD, I'm loving that concept, I mean, do I want them to have a baby, yes, do I want them to get married? Yes. 
I can't wait to see how that series plays out. But there are so many other components to Chicago MD. And then you have Chicago Fire. So I'm just saying I'm excited for it all. And of course, movies are coming out. Um, coming up in October, which is Halloween. Well, actually, this is Halloween now. So, I'm prepared for everything but Halloween. I'm not a Halloween fan. I'll buy all the candy I want, but I'm I'm not into the whole dressing up and costumes and all that kind of stuff. That That's not me at all. But, um, yeah, just let me know. Chime in. Let me know what series you're watching right now. Let me know where you're sitting on the board of Double Dutch. Are you still in the match? Are you jumping in the ropes on on cue or are you distracting the jumper that's already in the race that is trying to race that's trying to jump with you are you screwing up the ropes are you screwing up the coordination are you screwing up the beat or are you two in sync in the double dutch go ahead and chime in leave your comments and let me know thank you for tuning in to Jeevaniva.